Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Positively Trek podcast with me, your host, Dan Gunther, Flying solo again this week with an all-news update, and what a week it is for Star Trek news. Very excited to bring you some great news this week. It feels like we've had a bit of a run of good news lately for Star Trek, which is nice after, you know, the recent cancellation and removal of Prodigy from Paramount+, and before that, the cancellation of Star Trek Discovery, with the upcoming fifth season being its last feel like we're due for a lot of good news in Star Trek. And thankfully, like I said, I've got a bunch to bring you this week. So like I said, flying solo this week. Barry will be back next week where we will be talking Trek together. But until then, this is again one of those shorter episodes with just the news from the week. So first of all, the good news that I promised. We learned, of course, last month that Star Trek Prodigy would be moving to Netflix with season one coming this year and season two coming next year in 2024. Well, we now know when season one will be appearing on Netflix. And this, of course, means that all the Star Trek fans out there, you should be getting your snacks ready for a binge fest of Star Trek Prodigy Season 1, which is dropping on Netflix on December 25th, Christmas Day. Just a nice little Christmas present for all the Star Trek fans out there. Star Trek Prodigy Season 1, all 20 episodes dropping on December 25th, 2023. So like I said, that's all 20 episodes. That's the 10 from the first set of Blu-rays and the 10 from the second set of Blu-rays comprising that entire split first season. So I expect all of us will be curling up on the couch on Christmas Day to enjoy some of the adventures of Dal and Gwyn and the rest of the Prodigy crew. And of course, we'll be talking all about Prodigy on Positively Trek. We definitely don't want this to become the forgotten Star Trek series just because it's not on Paramount Plus with the rest of them. We love our Prodigy. We're going to be promoting the heck out of it on this show. So still no word yet as to when Season 2 will appear, other than that it will be sometime next year in 2024. And also no word on if that will be an entire season dropping on one day, or split across a few days, or releasing weekly. Going by Netflix's track record when it comes to shows that they themselves control, my money is on it all dropping on one day, or at least the first 10 dropping on one day with the second 10 dropping on another day or something like that. But I don't think we'll be getting a weekly release. Again, that's not set in stone. We don't know for sure, but that's where I would place my money if I were forced to bet on this. So looking around online, it seems that people are guessing around mid-2024 is what the kind of buzz is saying, which makes sense. It looks like we're probably going to get Season 5 of Star Trek Discovery before we get Prodigy. But as soon as we know anything for sure, we will let you know. So watch this space. 
So now for the second piece of really good news to share with you this week. After 118 days on the picket lines, the SAG-AFTRA union representing actors and the group representing the studios, the AMPTP, have finally come to a tentative agreement. So these negotiations have been going on for a while. They've been contentious. They've been heated. They finally restarted just a couple of weeks ago. And a tentative deal was announced last Wednesday, with the strike officially ending at 12.01 a.m. last Thursday. This was thanks to a unanimous vote of the negotiating committee. Interestingly, on that committee are Star Trek Picard actress Michelle Hurd and Discovery actor Anthony Rapp. So with SAG-AFTRA's strike ended, that means that all of the work stoppages in Hollywood right now are officially at an end. The WGA strike ended in September, and now the actors are also back to work, which means that it looks likely that Star Trek can get back into the full swing of production very quickly. As you can well imagine, there are many projects in Hollywood that were just waiting for the end of this strike, and with it finally over, it looks like a lot of them are gearing up really fast. So with that said, let's go through all of the Star Trek series that have been affected by the strike, and where they stand, and what we're likely to see over the next few weeks. So first of all, just recently, Star Trek Strange New Worlds was announced to be going right back to work. And as of right now, many of the cast and crew are headed back to Toronto to start work. So before the strike was announced, it was said that Strange New Worlds was basically ready to start production on season three. Most of the writing had been done and they were just about ready to roll cameras when the writer's strike happened. And Strange New Worlds is one of the shows that immediately shut down due to that strike. This was compounded, of course, later when SAG-AFTRA went on strike. So it's been in a holding pattern since then. So thanks to reporting from TrekMovie.com, we know that due to a listing that just came out from the Directors Guild of Canada, pre-production for Season 3 of Strange New Worlds restarted on Monday of this week. So that is November the 13th, with production set to start on December 11th, running through July of next year. So as I said, most of the pre-production work had already been finished by May, including building the visual effects for most of the season. And of course, with the end of the strike, the embargoes on actors being able to promote projects came to an end. And we've been seeing a bunch of social media posts from Star Trek Strange New World stars getting ready to head back to work. Notably, Jess Bush, who plays Christine Chapel, posted on Instagram that she was going to be subletting her flat in Australia for six months, presumably to head up to Toronto to get back to work. And similarly, Melissa Navia on Twitter posted simply, Let's go! with a picture of her in her costume from the season two finale of Strange New Worlds. So depending on how quickly they get back together and get production going, with the expectation for them to finish production in June of next year, we could see season three in late 2024. Probably most likely we'll see it in early 2025, but it is possible they could get it out sooner than that. But suffice to say, we are really looking forward to season three of that show, and we hope that the production goes very well and we get to see it sooner rather than later. Moving on from that, we also have the Section 31 film starring Michelle Yeoh reprising her Emperor Philippa Georgiou character. 
Originally, it was planned to start production in the fall, with November penciled in for a production start date. The script had been completed before the writer's strike began, and Discovery director Olatunde Osunsanmi was set to direct the film. We do know from statements made by Alex Kurtzman and Michelle Yeoh that it is very definitely happening soon. Michelle Yeoh is very much committed to this project, even though she is in incredibly high demand after the amazing couple of years she's had in Hollywood. Kurtzman earlier said what she did with all of the power she had accrued is make sure that Section 31 was moving forward. Pre-production work for Section 31 continued over the summer during the strikes, so it is possible that they will be set to go in front of the cameras soon, but no date has yet been set for that. But you can rest assured that there are people working behind the scenes to make this happen quickly. Next, we have Star Trek Starfleet Academy that was in development when the strikes happened. The writer's room was working when the WGA strike began. They were writing scripts for the first season. Of course, that all stopped. Uh, when the writer's strike ended, however, that work restarted in October. So Alex Kurtzman is the co-showrunner for this show, along with Noga Landau, famous for Nancy Drew. Production on the show was originally set to begin early next year in 2024. Presumably that date has slid a little bit because of the strike actions, but Alex Kurtzman at New York Comic Con said that they are officially going to start shooting next year. So maybe not that early 2024 that they'd originally planned, but it looks like they are moving forward on that project next year. The final live-action Star Trek production that we're talking about today is, of course, Star Trek Discovery. Now, production on the fifth season, the fifth and final season, was completed in late 2022, so last year, with reshoots completed earlier this year to change the season finale into a series finale after, of course, Paramount decided to make that the final season. Before the strikes happened, all of that work had already been completed. It was still set to be released in early 2024. We still don't have an official release date for that yet, but now that all of the strikes are over, I'm sure all of the stars will be getting out there to promote this. This being the final season, there's probably going to be a big publicity push, along with trailers and all of the usual pageantry that goes along with that, and hopefully a release date announcement soon. Now for me personally, I hope we get that date soon, as right now at my house we've reconvened the semi-weekly Star Trek meetup with me and my friends, who have not kept up on Star Trek Discovery in the interim, unfortunately, and we are watching through seasons three and four in anticipation of Discovery Season 5. So I want Discovery Season 5 soon, but maybe not too soon. We've got a lot of episodes to get through first. So the other two Star Trek series being worked on right now are, of course, the animated series, Star Trek Lower Decks and Star Trek Prodigy. Now, both of those fall under the Animation Guild contract, so writing continued for the fifth season of Lower Decks during the WGA strike. However, voice recording stopped when the SAG after strike happened, not because it had to, they are under a different strike, but in solidarity with that union. So some of the voice recording for season five had been done, but it was on pause until the end of the SAG after strike. Again, we don't have a date for the next season of Lower Decks, but interestingly enough, an article on Trek Movie Notes, and I hadn't thought of this, but each season so far has been released in late summer. So 
yeah, we could see it in late summer of 2024 if that pattern holds. New York Comic Con, Mike McMahon said he believed that season five would be ready for 2024. So it looks likely that that might be when we're getting this. So look for that maybe around August of 2024. That would be my guess. As for Star Trek Prodigy, Season 2 was already in post-production when the WGA strike began. It was not impacted by either that or the sag after strike. Of course, it was affected by being cancelled and removed from Paramount+. Plus. I will never forgive them for that choice, but now it has been licensed to Netflix. The first season is coming, as I mentioned earlier, on Christmas Day 2023, with Season 2 confirmed for some time in 2024. Again, we don't have a date for that, just sometime in 2024. So those are all of the projects that we know about. Now we know that Alex Kurtzman and others have talked about other projects that are being worked on for Star Trek, notably other projects similar to Section 31. They said that Section 31 would be the first of more Star Trek streaming movie events. It's unclear what kind of effect the strikes have had on that and recent belt tightening may have also impacted that as well. Also, the hope of Terry Metalis is on many fans' minds lately. Of course, the Star Trek Legacy series that uh, he has dubbed that. No official development underway for that, as Terry Metalis has said, but... It's something that I think fans have indicated they would be interested in, and I think that Paramount would be silly if they weren't at least considering it. So I do think there's still more to come in the future of Star Trek, and it remains to be seen what else we will see. But that is the roundup of everything we know about the currently in development series. <laughs> Thank you so much for downloading this episode of Positively Trek. We truly do appreciate each and every one of our listeners, and I'd like to especially thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you to our Constitution Class supporters, Jim Stoffel, Joyce Marin, and Paul D. Kinnear. If you'd like to become a supporter of Positively Trek and join our crew, please go to patreon.com slash positivelytrek. You can get early access to episodes, exclusive content, shoutouts, associate producer credits, ad-free episodes and more again that's patreon.com slash positively trek thank you all and live long and prosper finally thanks to a number of interviews that mike mcmahon has given with a number of different news outlets we have some tidbits to share with regards to season five of star trek lower decks now of course season four just ended and already we're getting hints as to what we're going to see in the next season so Mike McMahon recently spoke to Collider, Inverse, The Mary Sue, and Screen Rant. And here's what he had to say in some of those interviews. So talking about the character of Beckett Mariner, McMahon says, In season five, Mariner is much more joyful. She's still Mariner. She's still chaotic. She's still hilarious, but she isn't weighed down by the weight of not having spoken about Cedo. So I really like that we're going to see the continued character development that we got from Mariner at the end of season four. And it seems that those events will have had a real impact on Mariner's life going forward. Now, my favorite character in Lower Decks is Tendi, and of course, at the end of Season 4, spoilers if you haven't seen it already, Tendi is recalled back to Orion and is seen leaving the Cerritos. Now, Mike McMahon, speaking with Inverse, was quick to reassure fans that this is not going to be a dropping of the character. So he says, Tendi will return. 
Tendi is not being written out of the show. This isn't a bad thing for Tendi. She's going to go and kick some ass. He expanded on those comments when he spoke with the Mary Sue, saying, Tendi's been trying to figure out, is she Starfleet or is she the mistress of the Winter Constellations? And at the end of this episode, she's like, no, I'm Devana Tendi. I'm something new that exists in both. And my sister wants me to come back to Orion. Well, she might have bit off a little more than she can chew. Very excited about that. Like I said, Tendi is my favorite character. And I'm really excited to see what's going to go on with her and the Orions. I can't imagine that she's going to be with the Orions for very long. I expect she'll be back on the Cerritos at some point early in Season 5. That's my guess. So another character that I absolutely love is Talyn, who was added to the crew at the end of Season 3. And she very quickly in season four became a, just a delight to watch on screen. And Mike McMahon said this about Talyn to Collider. There's some really, really fun, funny stuff for her in season five. I don't want to give away to, how can I say this? Talyn's story in season five involves her and another character in an interesting way. And you see Talyn embrace science and Starfleet more than I think people anticipate. So again, so happy to see Talyn's character continue on the show. I'm really looking forward to seeing how she fits in with the Lower Deckers. In the season finale, she really seemed to be much more loose and appreciative of the crew of the Cerritos and really fitting in with them. So I'm interested in seeing that journey continue. Now, a character that I loved when he was first introduced, and I was so thrilled to see more of him at the end of the last season of Lower Decks, is the Klingon Ma'a. And Mike McMahon said to Screen Rant in an interview that we will be seeing more of him. He apparently called Ma'a the Klingon Boimler, and he sees potential in developing that character. So uh, he said, Ma'a is not on the same path as Talyn, but I love Klingons and I love Ma'a, and you get more. This is not the end of Ma'a. So... The word ma'a is starting to lose all meaning to me, right? having said it so much, but I'm really excited to see this character. I thought he was great in how he related to Mariner in season four, and I would love to see more of him for sure. Now, interestingly, in one final little bit here, Mech McMahon talked to the kind of serialized focus that we got a bit of in season four. He made these comments to the Mary Sue, saying that season five will return to a bit more of an episodic focus. So he said, and I quote, We know season four took some serialized elements we had done before and kind of ramped them up across the whole season more. But there is a little bit of serialization in season five, but not to the extent that you saw this season. This one's was a special take on it. So it sounds like there, there's going to be a little bit more of a reversion to the more episodic style stories. And I really liked the kind of serialized elements in season four, but I, I place my trust in the hands of the writers of Lower Decks. They haven't done wrong so far. Really excited to see what they have in store for season five and hopefully many more seasons to come after that. Well, that was all of the news that I found for this week of Positively Trek. Thank you all so much for listening. And thanks, of course, as always, to the Patreon supporters. We really do appreciate you. Thank you for helping us out. If you'd like to reach out to us, we can be found PositivelyTrek at gmail.com or on the Positively Trek discussion group on Facebook. I've been Dan Gunther. I will see you in the next episode of Positively Trek with my co-host, Barry DeFord. Until then, as always... Stay positive.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.